0: Blog Talk Radio. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. When I'm listening to Suffy Sisters When i listening to Sisters When I'm listening to sister, Sisters To
1: And a welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, brought to you by Wealthy Sisters Media Group, where we proudly promote positive people. You can visit us for all your branding and publishing needs at www. Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S. You got to say it with an attitude, right? Wealthysistersmedia.com. Today's episode is sponsored by our dynamic platinum partners, herbs.com With over 3 million sold and over 10,000 testimonies, herbs Full Body Cleanse is the not-one-selling cleansing system online. And trust me, it works. It changed my life. I experienced so many positive results like great weight loss, and I wouldn't even try to lose weight, inches in my waist, two and a half inches off my hips, lower my blood pressure, all naturally, and increase my energy and so much more. So what I want you to do right now is make sure you visit dherbs.com or you can call 866 866- 4D herbs. That's eight six six four d herbs And make sure you mention Wealthy Sisters for your discount. And that's right. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we are connecting businesses with people, stories, and music. And our purpose is twofold. First, you know, we love to provide you that dynamic listener with inspiration, encouragement, and that practical knowledge that you can apply to your business and your life right now for the positive impact. And second, we absolutely have to. I mean, it is imperative that we provide a platform to continue to promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the World World Talk Blog. Excuse me, Worldwide Blog Talk Network. And today is another fabulous Tuesday. It's October twenty-first, twenty fourteen, and you know what this month is, right? Yeah, it deserves. Of applause. I know that's right. We are celebrating Wealthy Brothers all month long in the month of October. And I know, you know, we had a lot of gentlemen that that stay tuned, that's been following us and uh, really, really enjoying our show for the past five years. We got a lot of feedback. We're going to have some brothers on the show. So, about two years ago, we answered the call, and October is dedicated to you. And I tell you, this has been an explosive month. We've had none other than Zan Grant lip tags that we've had last week. We had uh, Alfred Edmonds for Black Enterprise, and you know, this week is going to be anything far from explosive because we have none other than Kamatni Rawlins with Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers. He's a dynamic individual. I cannot wait to bring him to you here in a few moments. He's built an international worldwide brand and I'm telling you he is on a mission with his movement with Fit Fathers that is encouraging and helping fathers to create that active lifestyle to lead their families to better health. I'm telling you uh, you know you know how we do it here on Wealthy Sisters, so you know what you have to do right now. You need to go and call everybody, text them, Facebook them, tweet them, and tell them to dial 347-838-9278. That's right, 347-838-9278 right now, and let them know that we are live here on the air. And if you can't dial in, you know, you can listen 24-7 to our show right now, and like I said, 24-7 at WealthySistersRadio.com. You can go back and catch all of our five years of great content right there, and we're even free on iTunes, ready for you to download on your smart devices right there. And then if you want to catch us live, you know you can catch us right now every week, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll tell you what, this is such a great, great month. Like I said, we are celebrating the brothers all month long. And you know what? We have come to that time in the show where we've got that question of the week, the business question of the week. Yes. And we thank you so much. Our emails have been flooded every week. And you know, I'm a business owner for over 25 years. And like I share with you, I know a lot about business. I a lot. I do. But there's a lot that I don't know. But you know what I do know? I know how to people that do. I know how to research and get the right information for you. So if you've got a question that you want to ask here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, perhaps I might be able to ask it and answer it right here on the show. You can send your question to Family at Wealthy Sisters Radio. Come. Again, that's Family at com, or call our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808 800-979-435 800 979 extension 808 and you know we take shout outs on that hotline we appreciate all of the shout outs as well and let us know what your question is and um our question this week comes from Shanice in Detroit Michigan all right Shanice says she's been listening to the show for about three years now thank you Shanice we appreciate you so much and she um has a question She wanted to know about an all-in-one platform. She's talking about her social media. She says she has Facebook and she has Twitter. She's on Instagram. And she wanted to find out if there is a platform that she can pull everything together. And, you know, I am so glad that you asked that question. As a matter of fact, I just mentioned a platform just a few moments ago. He had the founder of this all-in-one platform, uh, his name is Dan Grant. He was on October 7th here this month celebrating Wealthy Brothers, and he created this phenomenal concept called MIP, that's M-I-P, like Peter MIP Tags. If you go to miptags.com, dot com, you can learn all about how you can put your Facebook, you put your Twitter, you can put everything right there. And instead of having to give out all of your individual addresses to Twitter or Facebook, you can actually go right to MipTags and have all of your information pulled up. It's like a he called it um, a search engine just for you, like an end dedicated search engine. That's right. So go to miptags.com. dot com. You can even find wealthy sisters on there as well, and um, upload your. Information. I think it's only 20 bucks for the year. So, Shanice, thank you so much for asking that question. We had to pull that out uh, of the box there as well. And we appreciate you all for tuning in. Again, if you've got a question that you want us to answer here, be sure to send it to family at wealthy sisters radio dot com, family at wealthy radio dot com, or eight hundred nine one seven nine four three five extension eight zero eight, and let us know about it. Wow! Well, I tell you, this has been an incredible month. We're excited about today's show cannot wait to bring our guests on to you but before we do that we're going to take a short break and when we come back we'll hear from none other than our very special guest today Mr. Kimotney Rawlins of Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers. Stay tuned we'll be right back after this short commercial break. Dream big. Financial freedom. Lifestyle change. Additional income. Be your own boss. If this is the life you've dreamed of Tracy Lynn Fashion Jewelry
2: is the business for you. This business is simple. If you can wear the jewelry, you can sell the jewelry. I've earned a $10,000 bonus check. I'm able to earn $600 to $800 per show and more. Visit TracyLynnJewelry.com and remember,
1: behind every great woman are more great women. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. We are live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. We appreciate you so much. I cannot tell you how humbled I am by all of the, the awesome feedback that we get every week. Thank you so much for tuning in to us, and we're going to continue continue to provide you with the rich content every week. Thank you for spreading the word. Following us on, the, on Facebook and Twitter on the Wealthy Sisters as well and even on iTunes as well. And then, you know, we want to let you the Winter Summit is here. It is almost here. You'll be March 27, 28. Before you know it, the premier comp for business women across the world, March 27, 28. Go to the winner. Summit, like a champion. The Thewinnersummit.com. Get registered right now. You don't want to miss it. We've got the Millionaire Luncheon. We even have the National Association of Black Hotel Owners and Operators and Developers. They're going to show you how you can own your very own Marriott and more. So we look forward to seeing you next year. March 27th, 28th at the winter summit. Well, you know, we are here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we have the awesome Mr. Kemotnik Rollins with Automotive Rhythms and Hit Fathers that's joining us is celebrating the Wealthy Brothers in the month of October. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio, Kamatney, are you there?
3: Yes, Deborah, how are you? And thanks for having me today.
1: Oh, we are doing wonderful here. Thank you so much for joining us. And congratulations to you on all the incredible success that you've been experiencing over the years.
3: I definitely appreciate the accolades. You know, it's just, it's been a journey and a blessing, um, you know, that I give thanks to every day.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. You know, and I had the privilege of meeting you and your beautiful family. I just want everybody to know that he what he's going to be talking about today, he's living it. He is living it. And uh, I tell you, it, it was just an honor. And just It just warmed my heart to see, you know, you guys in action and just really, really wanting to do better and to be in positive and and encouraging and inspiring people
3: and you know i I think that's you know at the end of the day i think that's you know all of our um our journey to uh give back to society in whatever manner Mm -hmm. that we're we can utilize our expertise whether it's health and fitness um you know family oriented um or just you know everyday business acumen but everything that I've experienced and learned and honed, you know, I want to give back. And especially with two beautiful daughters, I'm allowed, I'm afforded that opportunity every single day. Um, So it's truly a blessing.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. Well, you know, I have to tell you, Kamani, we are a little nosy here, wealthy sisters. I don't know if I told you, ahead of time but our audience <laughs> loves to find out well where are you from and what did you do what was your path and I, I, I you know I I want to take some credit here you know that hey you played for Georgia Tech in my hometown in Atlanta. and so I, I would love for you to just tell us where you grew up give us a little bit of about your experience and and what led you on the path that you're on today
3: Mm-hmm. Well, my story isn't one that was always glorious from the beginning. I was born and raised in Camden, New Jersey, uh, which is right across the bridge from Philadelphia. And if you're familiar with that city, it's uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's high in crime. Uh, there's really no shopping, no malls, no source of entertainment. So um, the people are pretty much relegated to, you know, um, brick cities, um, the, the education, which is um, really um in a state of chaos and um and unemployment is just so high so um you know my mother you know she was a nurse so she worked hard actually all the females in my family were nurses so they worked hard and they they were able to um establish a career that allowed us to get out um and I go back to Camden anytime I can and help the youth um because they're so endowed with um athletic gifts and they're very mm-hmm. smart individuals. There's just no opportunity, um, really, to um, <clears throat> to um, exhibit their skills or or their craft, you know. So anyone mm-hmm. that gets out of Camden, I truly applaud them, um, and, and and try to make sure that you know we all build together and you know find some way to bring educational programs to the city. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'd, I was fortunate enough to be blessed. Um, me and my cousins and and. and in sports, you know, my cousin ran track. He was the fastest hurler in the country um, coming out of high school, and I was a top football recruit. Um, so we went down to, to the South together. I got recruited by Georgia Tech, and I love the ATL.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I love the ATL. I try to get back as often as possible. Um, and it's such a diverse and eclectic town. You meet people from all over the country. Um, and when I were there, uh, a good amount of my friends were at Spelman and Morehouse and Brown and um and you know, we just had a great time and it, it showed us that, you know, culturally, you know, that the world was bigger than the small town that we were from. Um Right. And it was just it was just a true learning experience that really cultivated ultimately um how my mind would come to appreciate Um, humans from all um, walks of life, you know, be it Mm -hmm. um, other races or denominations or creeds, et cetera, et cetera. So I played Mm -hmm. football at Georgia Tech uh, running back, and as you know, um, football players, it's it's a very slight chance of making it to the next level. So many players, so many schools, it's about a 10% chance. So when I knew that the NFL wasn't going to be a possibility, I really focused on my grades, so I graduated with a you know, three point two from Georgia Tech University, which wow. is which is the engineering I mean, school. So got to give a
1: round of applause for that. <laughs> That's great. I mean, Georgia Tech you no know, joke, and you played football as well.
3: <laughs> I was I was, uh, I was always an academic, you know. So
1: uh-huh.
3: you know, and when most of the players were out partying, you know, I was I was in the room uh, knocking out those uh, marketing uh, <laughs> those marketing projects and economic. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> economic uh, program so it was a it was a great educational experience um right after graduation i was offered so many um job opportunities one of which was with jaguar headquarters uh in north jersey Uh, my father Mm -hmm. had started uh, a magazine geared towards african-americans and hispanics uh, called as its name implies, African Americans on wheels and Hispanics on wheels, and they were the first set of minority publications uh, the business had known. And it was a time where um, there were earmarks for minority businesses, um, especially in the automotive sector. Um, so it was a it was a good, rightful time, and you know we were able to um, you know educate um, our community. Um, not only on just vehicle technology, but you know, just from the commerce aspect, such it is, since it is such a large purchase next to a home, and right. what we saw was that African Americans were very um, were, were easily influenced by style and design, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. and to to be more really education, cash. right? Uh-huh. Need to be more uh-huh. education on the performance, the long term. Um, sustainability of these cars, gas Mm -hmm. mileage, you know, things that could hurt your purse um, later down the road that you initially wouldn't have thought of um, Mm -hmm. when you made that uh, impromptu decision in most cases. So that was the goal, to educate the market on those aspects, but speak the lingo of the people um, because oftentimes you walk into a dealership and they may be breaking down technology that you're unfamiliar with. Um, So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. we made that very possible for them. We helped the car companies infiltrate these communities not through just t v advertising and radio, but actual delivery actual um events and experiences where people where people commingled. so we would bring the cars to the people and I mean it was just a great platform. We had a great time um business was impeccable um budgets were great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but with four father son relationships, it was time for me to move on. And um, mm-hmm. I was developing into my own man, and I had my own ideologies. And, you know, they were, you know, conflicting with my father. And I didn't want that to disturb, you know, the family um, chemistry or, that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, so mm-hmm. I, I branched off, and immediately I started automotive rhythms. And, The rhythms part comes from um, my poetic capabilities. I've always been a writer, and I've always written poetry. And, you know, most of the subject lines is along um, the subject matter of uh, repatriation, um, empowerment, Uh um, enlightenment. You know, I've always been, you know, more of a far eastern thinker reader um you know some of my great influencers are are gandhi for example um bob marley of course (laughs)
0: yeah
1: yeah i heard that uh he's on the top five list of uh wealthiest people who passed on uh, this morning i just (laughs) saw that the other
3: day yeah Uh the other day (laughs) (laughs) um I go to Jamaica like three, four times a year. I mean, I I love breaking. I love the the culture, um, and I love the mindset. You know, it's not just about, um, you know, the physical tangibility and tangibles that life presents, but, you know, love, spirit, um, and just an overall positive mind state. So the rhythms aspect, you know, came from that um, artistic side of me. And I wanted to combine that with my specialty, which was automotive. And um, so when I launched it, everyone was like, oh, yeah, you're doing radios now for cars? That's hot. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so it became a, a multimedia um, business, you know. So I've always been an entrepreneur since I was in Camden, you know, when my cousins would go cut yards for $5 um, all great. day. Yeah, so <laughs> all day, it,
1: all day, like <laughs> five dollars I mean, a yard. That's see, yep. <laughs> I had to help my
3: mom. She, you know, she worked. Right. You know, twelve hours, sixteen hours a day, and right. I stayed home watching my four sisters. And it, I've I've always been the family protector, so I wanted to help her as much as possible. And um and and that just developed into a, a very stern backbone in terms of uh you know, freedom and liberty and business.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always
3: had my own paper routes in high school. I used to work at KFC and you know, instead of <laughs> instead of throwing away the the chicken at the end of the night, they would let us take it home. And I would take orders in school and uh oh, no. and stuff. <laughs> Three and five pieces at lunch. <laughs> I would get up early. I love come up
0: it. That's in, a and I would
3: package it up and it was it was a nice presentation. You couldn't beat it. Uh everyone got a good meal for like sixty percent less.
1: <laughs> what did the teachers say? I mean, I think you had to get some positive feedback from the teachers. did they know or you had to do it on the low low. <laughs>
3: No, I did it on the sly, and, and, and then the uh-huh. principal saw that there was a bunch of KFC boxes piling up in the lunchroom and uh, brought me in, and that was the end of that. <laughs> but, um, so that, that really built up a, a very, um, you know, stern, um, direction for me to be an entrepreneur. So, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. when I
3: branched off from my father immediately, I knew I wasn't going back into a nine and five and I started out with motor rhythm. Everyone had doubts the name was too long. Um right. this niche niche. Um no one's really focusing on African American and this and that and you know. But I you love hearing negative because uh, I've always uh-huh. defied the odds. Um so uh-huh. that only strengthened my morale. And once Mm -hmm. I launched the website, all the car companies were inviting me to come test their cars, and what it is is that they set up these specific events, a very exclusive, uh, months or a year in advance before the car is out. So they'll fly us. It could be in the States or it could be in South Africa, it could be in Germany, and they have, like, cadre of vehicles, they have the VPs, the engineers, the designers, sometimes the presidents, all at our disposal. So wow. I'm privy to all of this information, um about what went on into the formula of building this new vehicle, whatever it was at the time. I'm sitting down with the CEOs and the presidents of, of these car companies. And it's That's um incredible. and I built friendships. I just it wasn't just business relationships. I made sure that mm-hmm. You know we were connected as people you know so even Mm -hmm. even to this day um these executives know my daughter's names you know they they know Mm -hmm. my movements um they know what i'm Mm -hmm. all about and Mm -hmm. in business that's very key because there's going to be times where you have to reach out Mm -hmm. and more so than just a cold call you know you can get things done very quickly um if there's a personal Mm -hmm. connection and that's basically how Mm -hmm. i built the business on those personal mm-hmm. connections. Um, and now it's to a point where it's really not a thing to request anything that I need. Um,
1: That's incredible. Oh, did we lose? Hello?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm here. Okay. Oh, I didn't know if you pressed your mute or what accidentally on the phone we lost. You said it's been good because now you're at a point that you don't have to ask for anything or request anything. They They're coming to you more so now. With, exactly. ideas or what have you. yeah, that is
2: great, and so go ahead, go ahead,
3: no, just one thing I've always believed in the mantra, uh you know under promising and over delivering, and you right. see many times in business um you know especially with independent contractors or consultants they go through, they go for um the one time you know big buck campaign and they cut corners, at the end of the day it's not done right, and the client's unhappy. And if the client's unhappy, you're not going to get repeat business, and that's not a long time, long-term um, smart strategy for any entrepreneur. So right, I, make, right. I make sure that we sacrifice anything, even if it's additional profit, to go over and beyond um, to asserting that the client is extremely happy in all aspects of the deliverables.
1: Right now, tell us what exactly is Automotive Rhythms for those who just tuning in. You know that we know that it's a website. So are you more like an automotive journalist? T- tell us exactly what the site is for.
3: Yeah, so the company itself, Automotive Rhythms Communications, is a multimedia um, network, um, and the website, AutomotiveRhythms.com, um, is an automotive content provider. Uh, me myself, I am a publisher and a journalist and <clears throat> I test drive cars, I write about cars. So basically mm-hmm. um I break down the pros and cons so, similar to consumer reports and mm-hmm. and bring my experiences of the vehicle into your world. Um and we mm-hmm. do that through our our website and many other websites that we provide content to. For example, we're a content provider for eBay Motors. Um oh. um We also create events on behalf of the car companies, um, uh, (coughs) branding experiential events, whereas we create a footprint for a new vehicle launch in a particular um, city or event, such as Super Bowl or NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll set up a test drive weekend, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Next month for the L.A. Auto Show, um, we're having a day event in Santa Monica on behalf of Lincoln. Um, so we're going to set up, you know, 10 cars and 200 test drives for those, you know, who want to come experience the new Navigator and their new luxury mm-hmm. crossover to MKC. That mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. That is incredible. That must be an uh, awesome experience to be able to test drive all those cars. And I think that's is that like a dream, you know, come true to experience that firsthand.
3: Yes. Yes. You know, especially as a young African-American, um, because,
1: yeah.
3: you know, those opportunities just aren't afforded or handed to you every day. And moreover, wow. I'm only one of a handful of black journalists, automotive journalists in the industry. Um, and really, I mean, you can count on one hand, you know, the number that really garner respect in the industry, whereas mm-hmm. though they are getting invited to the tier one trips um mm-hmm. like the road and road and track car and driver um so it's it's just been a beautiful experience um to be respected in that manner um mm-hmm. devoid of uh you know color race or you know even you know where you came from um because I make mm-hmm. sure I tell my story I'm not secretive about coming from Camden because I want you know, young black men and women to understand that you can get out of the system and you don't have to do it, you know, through sports or drugs.
1: Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know on your site here you also have throttle life, you have lifestyle, you have auto gannet. What what is auto gannet?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, that was just. Uh, I like that
1: name. <laughs> yeah, that
3: was a whimsical name I came up with. Like I like I said, I'm a poet. You know, I used to.
0: Yeah.
3: I used to. Me and my cousins, uh, uh, we were known for freestyling everywhere we went. You know, um, okay. so we're always just coming up, putting words together. So auto organic, um, like organic, is basically uh, meshing uh, the uh, the clean energy cars in the auto world. Um, oh, so like,
0: I love it. I love they, it. The, orga- <laughs> the organic
3: vehicle. So the electric cars, the hybrid, the clean diesels, the hydrogen cars, mm-hmm. all the vehicles and technology that is helping lead to um, a greater sustainability and a reduction of uh, our carbon footprint on the planet, which we know is leading to um, this increment weather and global warming or in some mm-hmm. areas, global cooling. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Wow. So do you really see, uh, is, is, is it really growing that industry, the organic industry? Do you see a lot more um, consumers taking a part of it? You know what?
3: It has grown in the last 10 years, but it's a very slow pace. I think currently it represents okay. less than 5% of the total okay. car market. So you figure an average of, uh, you know, 12 to 15 million vehicles are being sold in the U.S. every year. Um, less than five percent of that are all organic vehicles, um, so they're they're pretty much of an anomaly, and you know people are catching on, but they're still not totally comfortable with say an all electric car um, because you know they get what they call <clears throat> um, um, if the the electricity runs out on the vehicle, you know right. where are they going where are they going to plug up? Um,
1: right, right.
3: If you live in an apartment building, where are you going to, you know, juice your car up at night? Um,
1: uh-huh.
3: So they call it range. They call it range anxiety. Um, you take your car out, and you're 80 miles into a drive, and the vehicle only has. Most of them drive up to 100 miles. Um, okay. Uh, without and and then need to be charged. So it's it's. It's a very interesting disposition for the auto companies. You know, they want, they need to have it because they right. have to reduce their average fuel economy, um, mm-hmm. you know, set by the Obama industry. I mean, um, um, the Obama um,
1: administration. Um, staff, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think by 2025, they have to have close to 48 MT, MPG average. So that means all of their cars together – I'm have to have an average of like 48 miles per gallon um by 2025. So okay. they have to play in this field no matter what. Um yeah. and it's possible for them, you know, you have Volkswagen Golf diesels that can drive 800 miles on one tank of gas. So Wow. Tech- <laughs> yeah, the technology is there. It's just a matter of uh education um and people getting more comfortable and familiar with um what these new vehicles can accomplish.
1: And then I guess for the consumer to really demand it the more, you know, we want once that demand increases, you know, for it, I'm sure. That can yes. have a lot to do with the rate of uh how they're able to um put out vehicles that they need to and to come up with ways Get rid of that range anxiety because I could definitely see that being a problem. Nobody wants that. (laughs) No, you get stuck in traffic in a metropolitan area. (laughs) Wow. Nobody wants that.
3: You know, we got enough stress on our mind. (laughs)
1: Absolutely.
3: (laughs) And the other thing is that you know most of these uh, electric and hybrid cars, the style is not indicative of the emotion that you would want when you buy a new car. So you know, so most of them look funny. Um, they don't right, right, right. cool. So you have companies now who are really going out of their way, like BMW and Tesla. And BMW mm-hmm. has their new i8 sports car, which is the flyest thing on the road right now. And it's a hybrid, you know, so it has an electric front engine and a small gasoline engine in the back. And it can, I think, up to like, operate like up to 25 three miles or something like that on all electric mode and then when the electric mode mm-hmm. runs out it'll automatically mm-hmm. kick over into the gas engine. And that car is, okay. I mean you would think it's a Ferrari or something. Um Wow. And wow. but more companies have to go that route, you know, they have to present that emotion as well as um the performance and the sustainability all in one package.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, if you just turned in in to us right now, we are live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. This is the month of October, so you know what that means. We are celebrating Wealthy Brothers all month long, and our very special guest today is Kimotney Rollins. He is the CEO of Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers. Kimotney, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to learn about this whole movement that you have created – like I said, I had an opportunity to meet you as part of one of your meetings with Fit Fathers and just really want our audience to learn more about it and um, what made you start the Fit Fathers organization. So stay tuned. Great. We'll be right back after this short break. You are listening to Healthy Sisters Radio.
0: Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products from enhancing all-natural soaps hair growth stimulating shampoos to delicious, healthy drinks, great for arthritis. We have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body. To aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. Dherbs.com
2: we are live back
1: here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, celebrating Wealthy Brothers in October all month long. And our guest today is Combotney Rollins, he is the CEO of Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers. And last week we had none other than Alfred Evans, a Black Enterprise, the S V T and Chief Content Officer, I'm telling you, that was a phenomenal interview. Wow. I mean, you have to hear that one. And we started the month off with Zan Grant, who is the founder of MipTags. You want to know how to put all your social media all in one? Check out MipTags.com. And then next week, we are thrilled to have none other than entertainment mogul Frank Ski on with us. So we are doing it big on Wealthy Sisters Radio as always promising you the best and rich content that can help you in your business and life right now. So Kamatni, we've been talking a lot about your business, Automotive Rhythms. Um, what an incredible start you have. I mean, to be able to have relationships with, you name it, every car company in the world, to travel all <laughs> over the world. What What is... But tell us what is favorite car I guess I well maybe I don't want to put you on the spot that you write <laughs> <on the book>. let <laughs> let me let me, say, let me let me ask it this way. What was your most memorable experience or trip that you you said? I don't believe this is happening to me that you had to pinch yourself can- can one stick out for you i'll
3: I'll answer that in two parts uh if <laughs> My favorite car, my favorite brand is BMW. Um, And my favorite car is probably the the new M6 Grand Coupe, which is their four-door coupe-like vehicle. And the M versions are their high-performance cars. Um, I love all-wheel drive, and um, BMW um, has technology called Twin Power, where they are able to get the power um, and the fuel efficiency in their V6s Um, and it still feels like a V8, and I love iDrive as well, their multimedia system, which allows you to navigate through the, uh, you know, the navigation, the radio, all with one central controller. Um, Right. But most memorable experience probably was when Jaguar invited me to South Africa to drive their new XK convertible, Um, (laughs) and that was about – 10 years ago. So it was fairly early in the beginning of uh you know my match um my prominence and growth into the auto industry. You know, so mm-hmm. I was a I was still a young neophyte and you know making a name for myself and all the uh senior journalists are trying to figure out how I made this trip and you know I'm out there with They're my like, camera. Oh,
0: right wow.
3: i was still i was still in my uh my urban um yeah. my urban, uh mode you know pants and everything, so uh-huh. it took me a while to grow out of that, and I'm so glad i did
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <watching this> too. <laughs>
3: But they wanted to target NBA players and NFL guys, and I was the I was the uh-huh. caveat to get them there, so they didn't mind at the time.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah,
3: driving, yeah, driving um, down through Cape Cod and you know visiting all the areas where you know Mandela you know um, made his prominence, and it was it was very enlightening. Um, you know, we me and my drive partner had stepped off the. Uh, the drive route because what they do is they give you a map and they tell you exactly where you should drive it could be 100 miles Mm -hmm. it could be 500 miles and then there's points where you stop and meet up with the rest of the journalists but we Mm -hmm. totally deviated from the plan and uh you know went through some of the neighborhoods of the people you know went through some shanty towns and you know we got out and talked to this one uh south african family for like an hour and we took pictures and it was just amazing and you know we're sharing stories and Um, We were able to touch each other, and I had never felt that before. Um, Anywhere I had ever traveled, you know, people so inviting, so welcoming, and so kind um, to these strangers in their land. And uh, it Mm -hmm. just really uh, made me rethink, you know, what my purpose and mission was um, in life back home. And I wanted to do more Mm -hmm. than just, you know, be a social influencer. You know, I wanted to be an educator. I wanted people... Mm -hmm to learn from our experiences, and, and slowly and gradually, you know, that's kind of what um, led to my other core business, which is uh, Fit Fathers.
1: Yeah, what a great transition, you know. I I know a little bit of your story. You said, you know, even being a, an athlete, you know, you – Kind of took a different path. and I imagine going to Georgia Tech right next to the varsity was kind of addictive. <laughs> the varsity restaurant there. <laughs>
3: you know what? I didn't suppose to as a student athlete, but I needed some extra cash, so I actually worked at the varsity for two weeks.
1: Oh, you think, oh two weeks? That's good. Two weeks. I, I,
3: I couldn't take it. I mean, I've, I've got my hands dirty uh, in many situations, but yeah, the varsity was Did just unreal. Did you learn unreal. the
0: language? Did you learn the language?
3: <laughs> I couldn't pick up on the language. Uh, that was just too Southern for me. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, I mean, now when I look back at it and I understand, like, what healthy food is, I, I can't believe that um, I was putting that stuff in my body.
1: <laughs> but it was <laughs> good, though, it those onion rings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Two weeks and I was uh
1: I was a goner. <laughs> <laughs> so what led to your transition with fathers and tell us all about what Fit Fathers is.
3: Yes,
0: yeah,
1: so I
3: was a running back at Georgia Tech and I was a sprinter so and of course we was always lifting so I was I was always proud of, of my physique, you know, like most mm-hmm. football players are. You know, you're pretty pompous about, you know, your position and your capabilities over other um athletes in other uh, sports, you know, whether it's soccer or basketball. Um, but after I graduated, um, I really that's when I started learning about nutrition and how uh, the body, um, will 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 just digress if you don't take care of it. And mm-hmm and i was a heavy drinker as well after football you know Mm -hmm. these car companies just fly me around you know you're you're being hosted you know someone's pouring drinks Mm -hmm. over your shoulder you're not counting how much you're intaking um so any given night i'm drinking five six seven eight nine drinks whether it's Mm -hmm. long island iced teas or or wines and this Mm -hmm. is like three four five times a day and no one really wants to equate, you know, calories to weight gain, but you know, liquid calories are just as um, um, important as um, wow. food calories. Mm-hmm. You know, one Long Island mm-hmm. is eight hundred calories. So <clears throat> here you are consume, consuming like three thousand calories in liquid, and you go and work out the next day. You know, you you may burn five six hundred calories. It's not. It wasn't adding up. So I gained right. fifty pounds. Um, started looking chubby, and at thirty seven. I just looked in the mirror and I just was like, All right, enough is enough. Um, I was too intelligent, too smart and mm-hmm. to to let myself just go to waste like that. Um, so I had to mm-hmm. take back my mind and, and control it again because the problem with humans, you know, unlike an- the animal species is that um we're swayed by um too many um <clears throat> many influences, you know. Whether it's alcohol, drugs, nicotine, right, yeah. we, whatever it is, um, we need a substance to um, stimulate us. Um, and I always knew that, and I've, I just was tired of being stimulated. I, I had a great run, um, I had some great experiences, but that's to me, that's not what living was all about. So literally, I signed up for Men's Health um, Urban Athlon, which is a nine-mile run with seven obstacles in either Chicago, San Fran, or New York. Now, granted, I was a sprinter, football player. I never ran more than a mile in my life, but I knew that I needed to do this. So with all things, any challenge you take on in the athletic world, you need training. So literally, I just started training for it, and I thought to myself, like, man, everyone runs, works out, bikes, and swims, like, what sets the greatest apart and that's when I started diving deeper into nutrition um, mm-hmm. and started learning that, you know, foods can either affect or degrade performance. And right. being that I was traveling around the world with these car companies, I was watching, you know, some of my, <clears throat> um, you know, some of my compatriots and how they would eat on the road and utilize these excuses. Like, well, they're feeding it to us, so I guess I got to eat it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn.
3: Literally, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, we felt like babies, you know, like three, four (laughs) meals a day, um, alcohol at your disposal. And I was like, we can say no. Yeah, we can say no. You know, so that's when I started really developing, you know, the foundation for Fit Fathers. My daughters, my two daughters were growing, um, and I knew nutrition was going to be key, and their sports development as well. Uh,
1: I mean, you so, want to be around for them as well, you know. The, the lifestyle, especially for men, you know. We know that women outlive men. Um, my gotcha. father passed away when he was forty-three years old. I was six years old, uh, and you know he was overweight. He had had a stroke um, before, and he lived uh, a year. And I mean, it was it was nothing. And my mom said he loved bacon. He would eat a pound mm-hmm. of bacon a day. You know, he mm-hmm. was. And and so I, I can I, that's why I'm just so thrilled to see what you're doing. And from the father's perspective, because as mothers we see it, we see it. But you know we see the commercials and we we know the stereotypes of the wife or the 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 lady friend or whomever encouraging. You know their their male counterpart or partner or husband or what have you to to eat better to to exercise. Think you go back to the Cosby Show, you know yep. <laughs> how Claire Hustable was always on cliff <laughs> about you know what he was eating, you know. But to to see this come from a male's perspective. I imagine um you you you've had some good feedback. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what your experience has been with from the male's perspective and seeing what you you've started here and this I say it's a movement.
3: <laughs> yes, it is a movement. And so mm-hmm. I came we you know, me and my wife came up with the name Fit Fathers and as in all things in business, you know, we immediately took out mm-hmm. all the intellectual properties. Um mm-hmm the trademark the website, all the social media properties, and um, right. I started testing it on my my boys and my friends, you know, because we're all dads, and everyone was like, "Great concept!" I mean, it was just such a positive uh, revolution over it, you know. So I just right. went forth, you know, put the business plan together. Um, you know, we uh, we just recently got our our five hundred one c three tax-exempt status oh, great. after nine months. Um,
1: <laughs> I give you a round of um, applause for that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, and, then, and then everything I learned from Automotive Rhythms from a business perspective, I just totally transitioned to Fit Fathers, you know, from the branding, the logo, mm-hmm. flyers, mm-hmm. marketing cards, like just everything that would really define what this company was. Because most times mm-hmm. entrepreneurs start a company and it's just a name in their head. And then right. they say, "What do you do um yeah I, uh you know I run Superdad right. or whatever it is, but there's right. there's nothing to correlate what that brand is um so i I knew that would be pretty seamless because I had the blueprint from automotive Rhythms. so people are seeing the logo flying around before I'm really launching any campaign, so it kind of started its own little buzz um before we even really kicked off um so it was it was it was great feedback now. In terms of execution, you know, some of those same individual friends that I had that were very hyped about it, now that it was time to perform and go out and um, host these events, one of which we call the social workout, where we use social media um, to invite anywhere from 10 to 100 people out to a workout, and it could be at a track, um, it could be at a field, it could be at an indoor gym, and, you know, kids are welcome, you know, I'm... You know, being that I'm a former um, track um, track star and football player, like I have, I would lead the groups. Um, I have my physical fitness license, um, so I would lead the group. And then you know, everyone socializing, networking, and, and when it when it's all over, we didn't put in an hour and a half of work. And they're like, "Wow, it wasn't that bad," and it was competitive. Oh, no, yeah. and we we take pictures and we write up a story and then we send a link to everyone. So then everyone's posted on their page, like, oh, I had a great workout with Fit Fathers. And then they're more excited about coming out again. But what I found is it was pretty pretty tough getting some of my close friends to join me in some of these challenges, which I didn't understand because they was all down, you know, during the developmental stage. But now it was time to execute.
1: Yeah, that's a different thing, you know. You got football season. Come on. You got all too many distractions, (laughs) you know. You know what? I didn't rest on my laurels. I didn't
3: rest on my laurels. I just kept the movement going. And I found myself in circles of other fitness-minded, you know, dads and fathers who I would then lean on um, to help lead the charge, you know. So now... Um, we partner up with you know big organizations like we just did a five k with um children's National here in d c and like five thousand people came out and they raised over a million dollars to help these little kids and their surgeries for parents that can't afford them um, wow, it, was that's a incredible. it was a phenomenal event, very energetic and of an empowering movement and cause and um so that is what our goal is and to, to to commingle people together to start thinking about fitness um as a daily regimen, um mm-hmm. not as an
1: elective. So And not as an elective. I like that. Yeah, I like that. So is it is it's more of a awareness campaign, um, for for people to uh, so you, you said like you partnered up with the Children's National and, and and other organizations. Is that what the whole purpose of it is?
3: I mean that's just one um element of it. You know, we have the website mm-hmm. fitfathers.com. So the the website in itself is an educational tool. So we have Okay. um we have workouts, we have reviews on new fitness equipment. Um okay. we have um recipes, we have different partners um who um and who talk about disease prevention and awareness. Um mm-hmm. so that that in itself is a research search tool. So we send everyone there. You know to really start getting ideas first. Like, all right, how do I become a fit father? Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> some of the, the tools mm-hmm. necessary, and some of the habits that you know we want you to ascertain as you, mm-hmm. um, you know, start focusing more on your family. And mm-hmm. the majority of the education is more so than fitness is actually nutrition and disease prevention. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we think
0: like you said with your father, we
1: are what we eat. We yeah. are really. We are really what we eat. We are. That is so, yep. true. That is so and like, true. And
3: like and yeah. like you said, your father passing away at 42. I'll be 41 mm-hmm. next month. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been able to accomplish some things that I couldn't do when I was 21, like running a marathon. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the problem is that when dads have, when we have kids, you know, we start slowing down in life, you know, and we think that mm-hmm. all the excitement is really over, but it's really just beginning. Um but we have to understand what can increase that longevity, and one of those mm-hmm. things is reducing the factors that can lead to long-term chronic disease. So when mm-hmm. I start talking about um, heart disease, um, you know, we know that – uh, sorry about that – mm-hmm. If it's damaged, you know, the inner lining of the um, blood cells, if it's damaged, then it could lead to a blood clot, which could lead to either mm-hmm. a heart attack if it goes to the heart or a stroke mm-hmm. if that artery goes to the brain. So mm-hmm. we have to reduce the factors that can damage the atherosclerosis, which is um, mm-hmm. heavy meats, fried foods, dairy, mm-hmm. caffeine, soda. You know, all these things, um, and we have to eat more alkalizing foods that raise the pH. You know, that's the cruciferous greens, water, um, fruits, um, things of that nature. So so now we're talking about meal plans and the reduction of meat intake, the reduction or elimination totally of dairy, and just trying mm-hmm. to get dads to be more comfortable with doing some of the grocery shopping and, and bringing home you know, big barrels of kale and spinach and collard greens, um, things that we traditionally right. aren't known for. Um, I right. love going shopping, and I love going shopping with my kids because now they're like, oh, Dad, we need some beets, or you got to need carrots for your smoothies? So <laughs> they're learning at an early age, you know, what, food, right. what food's in living and which food's destroy. You know, like my daughter right. saw a wind commercial, and she was like, can you believe they got a sandwich and the pretzels, the bread, and there's cheese inside the pretzel. That's just diabetes, Dad. You know, so she's understanding, you know, what That's foods good. and disease correlation are going together. Um, right. And, and and I try to practice that to, to these dads, but I speak to them from my voice. So I'm young and I'm speaking their lingo, but at the same time, right. I can sit and have the same conversation with my mom, who's a nurse, and all of my cousins who's nurses. Or any other doctor. Right. Um, well, and we I are...
1: tell you, it, 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 it is it's incredible. You know, when I think about it, is you know, just teaching your daughters now, and, and and now my daughter's at the age she's eleven. I raised her, vegetarian her in, and, and uh, started mm-hmm. allowing her to eat meat. You know, uh, just just poultry uh, when she turned eight. You know, of course, of her, father's influence and, and everybody else in the family, but she doesn't eat um that much meat now, you know, she just periodically has it, but you know, of course she has the influence of now in school she's getting older and she wants to experience those things. And, and yeah. she calls me a food pooper. And I say, you know, well, hey, it's <laughs> like a party pooper. I said, that's all right. <laughs> when you get older, you're going to appreciate this. Yeah, you appreciate Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you'll know. You'll know. So what I tell you, Kamani, this time has gone by so fast. We do want to keep an open invitation for you to come back here and just keep us up to date on um, wealthy sisters with fit fathers and automotive rhythms and everything else that you're doing. And I just want to say, really congratulations to you, and say thank you too for just being such an awesome example of not just in business, but um, in 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 leadership, and and just just a great example as well to the fathers of really wanting to make a change and, and help lead a better, healthier lifestyle for the family because it's so much easier when the dads are on board. Yes, it <laughs> you know, is. You don't feel like it's a battle <laughs> when it comes. It's two to the single. To <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, we want everybody right now to go to WealthySistersRadio.com. Make sure you pull up all of the information there on our featured guest, um, Mr. Kamatni. Uh, Rollins with Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers again, Kamani. Thank you so much for joining us here on Wealthy. Thank you, Systems. Everyone, thanks we'll for having today. me. Yeah, God absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you too. And I tell you, it's come to that time, the show. You know, we we have our feature correspondent, none other than Marcella Milan Williams, on our financial expert, and she has something she's going to talk to us about breaking that cycle. Go ahead, Marcella.
2: Hello, this is Marcella Mullen-Williams with your Wealthy Sisters Radio Financial Segment. In a previous segment, I discussed the enigmatic circle of wealth, the 5 phase cycle that explains the human emotions associated with financial decisions. We travel around this endless cycle, often leading us to act as if we want money simply for the sake of having more money. Many of us are not fully aware of the internal values that we really want to express through the use of money. And until internal values are clarified, we continue to express the worry, stress, and frustration associated with the cycle. And the only way to break the cycle is by discovering your true purpose for money. So today, as we discuss discovering your true purpose for money, you must start by asking yourselves two very important questions. First question, if I were at the end of my life, What would have to happen for me to be able to say, I have lived a life without regret? There are several areas to consider um, in your life when asking these questions. Family, charity, education, possessions. You get the point, and that's just to name a few. One of my personal models that I live by is begin with the end in mind. And the end are our goals. Goals are an object or end that one strives to attain. So if you are planning a trip, goals will represent our destination. So let's say, for example, Florida. Goals tell us where we're going and allow us to track our progress. However, goals are not the whole story. They do not tell us why we want to go there, and they do not define our reason or our purpose for making the journey. So if goals represent the destination, Values symbolize the motivation. The reason we want to go to Florida could be for peace of mind, happiness, adventure, or love. After you have clearly identified what motivates you, it's easier to appreciate those qualities once you have arrived. And the second question is what are the underlying values and priorities expressed by my goals? Underlying each and every goal, there is a value an internal, compelling reason for wanting to accomplish it. Values reveal the legacy you want to leave behind. Once you identify the values behind the goals, you can use them to guide you in life's most trying financial decisions. So When goals and values are united, together they begin to declare your purpose. And once you carefully define and declare your true purpose for money, you are on your way to fulfilling financial freedom. For more information, visit my page at wealthy radio dot com, or send me an email with questions, comments, or segment suggestions at attention Marcella Mullen Williams to correspondent at wealthy sisters radio dot com.
1: Thank you so much, Marcella. Like she said, begin with the end of I mind, and again, make sure you go to wealthy sisters radio dot com right now and check out all of featured correspondence. You can click there to see uh, the experts that we have here on the show every week for you and also to go back and listen to all of our content for the five years. You got it. We are here for you. Uh, any type of business questions that you might with radio, and I promise you we've had some answers that will help you in life and in business as well. And I just want to say how much you know we appreciate you for tuning in. We've come to that point in the show with our power thought of the week as our, our very special guest today, Kamatni Rollins, who is the founder and um, president of Automotive Rhythms and Fit Fathers. I just want to thank him for joining us today on our show and just everything that he talked about. You know, and and one thing that really stuck out is being able to give your absolute best no matter what, to build relationships. I mean, he was successful, has been very successful in building relationships, and that is so important to be able to understand that, that as a fundamental of business, to build relationships. It's not about just the one time, but how can you have that repeat business from your customers? So as you focus on your business today, think of ways that you can continue to build relationships with the customers that you have. Once again, we want to thank you for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Make sure you join us next week when we have none other than the entertainment mogul himself and philanthropist, Mr. Frank Ski. So once again, we're celebrating Wealthy Brothers here on Wealthy Sisters Radio for the entire month of October. We appreciate you, and as always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. We're now
0: listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters We're listening to Wealthy Sisters We're listening to Wealthy Sisters. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters we're to, show. We're to, show. We're to The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host
3: staff or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.